Thank you for tuning in to the Restaurant Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, TK. Today's episode is about marketing. Uh, what can you do to increase your sales in-store and out-of-store? In this episode, we're going to go over some of my tried-and-true methods that I've used and I've taught. And, uh, you know, numbers speak for themselves, but January is approaching. Quarter one tends to be a slower quarter for all of us. So I hope you get something from this and you help increase your sales along the way. Hey, y'all. Let's talk about some marketing, huh? Man, I think the first thing we need to get over is your mindset on marketing and what tools that you have already been using and things that you can already um, do in your day-to-day basis. And I think that's the easiest place to start. So marketing is, it's got several different aspects to it, right? You've got advertising, you've got social media pushes, You've got local store marketing. Um, You can even do marketing in your store, which is actually the best type of marketing. Now, there are several uh, focuses that you need to decide on whenever you start building your marketing strategy plan. And and the first one is um, image branding. Okay, Um, There's four different types of branding that your restaurant lies in. All right, it's entry, new, emerging, and branded. Now, it's ultimately up to you to gauge and to know your numbers and your business and your community to gauge which one you're at. Uh, Just a quick overview, you know, entry, you're the new guy on the block, you're mom and pop, you're not a franchise, Um, you know, hardly anybody knows about you. Uh, It's really just word of mouth by this point. Uh, This is the point where you really need to spend the most money in your marketing, um, as you know, most new restaurants, they tend to go out of business in a few years. People get into it and they don't realize that, you know, you may be a great chef or a great restaurateur, but if you can't market your your, your brand appropriately, you're never going to get anywhere. And that's with any industry. It's not just the restaurants. Um, so that's entry new. Uh, in my opinion, new is, you know, you, you're doing really steady sales. Um, you know, you're seeing an uptick week after week. You're starting to get noticed as you go out and about. Maybe uh, you're going grocery shopping and you have your, your logo shirt on and maybe someone stops you and says, hey, man, I ate there the other day. It was great. Uh, you're starting to get a little more reviews on Google, right? Emerging, you're starting to become part of uh, the normal routine for people, right? People want to go to your restaurant and they tell, they're telling their friends about it and uh, you become... Start slowly start becoming a staple of your community. And then the last one there is branded, and that's, and everyone knows who you are. Okay, your logo's everywhere. You've got uh, your face up on a billboard. I mean, this is all full out. It, it's very similar. To give you an example, branded, it's almost like McDonald's, right? Everybody, everybody in the entire world knows what McDonald's is. And that's because they've done such a great job, number one, expanding, but number two, um, you know, they, it's everywhere. Same thing with Coke and Pat. I mean, think of all those big brands. Those are branded companies. The next focus, the next thing you need to ask yourself is what type of community do you serve? Do you serve an urban community? Are you in a suburb? Are you in a college town? Or maybe you're in a rural town or, you know, it, it all depends on your location and what you've geared your restaurant to serve, the demographic, okay? 
with those said, uh, the next step would be to figure out exactly what your demographic is. And you can do this um, in a trade area profile. Uh, you can find many of them online. I want to try to put a link to the one that I use here, but uh, may not be able to. If you want it, just reach out uh, to my email, Tyler K T H A I L U R T at gmail.com. We'd be happy to send it to you. Uh, but it goes over uh, all the residential population and it has a spot for the one, three, five mile radius. Uh, it allows you a, a better picture of the average household income. I mean, it's going to take some research from you. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it's important for you to know, uh, you know, if your population has increased over the last few years in the area, uh, what's the daytime population like, uh, what's the median age of folks that are in your immediate radius. I mean, this should all be taken into account before you even build your restaurant, but you know, if you've already opened and didn't really give much thought to this, maybe it's time to really start looking deep into it. Um, once you get all that information, the next step in, in building your strategy is learning exactly uh, what your trade area map looks like. So go to Google Maps, put in your address to your restaurant, take a snippet, okay? From that point, figure out three things. One, figure out the main competition that's around you right mark those on the map you, the point of this is you want to visualize your community and what you can do to be most effective so if you're a burger restaurant put your logo right there in the middle of the Google Maps and start researching where all the other burger places are okay if you've got a lot of burger places around you you may want to increase your marketing budget because you it's all money game, right? The more money you spend on marketing, the more you're going to get noticed and the higher the return is going to be. And the, the unfortunate side is many of you open burger restaurants, but your big competitions are these fast food billionaires that have tons of money to dump into their community and they can afford to lose profit on a couple of quarters just to get you out of the, out of the way. Now, the, the, I haven't really seen that too much, but you know, when you open a restaurant, you are taking a piece of the pie. That That's part of theirs. The next thing you need to do is you need to look at all of the local schools and any big areas in your community, such as, uh, you know, art centers or auditoriums or colleges, right? Places where you can build relationships to increase your sales down the road. And same thing, you know, get a snippet of your Google map, um, plug-in X's or whatever you may do uh, you can even just search uh, you know schools in my area and it's gonna pop up all the schools that are around your restaurant um, same thing with churches too you know uh, everyone knows Sundays are extremely busy when churches let out especially here down in the south so find out where your local churches are and that's gonna be your opportunity to start reaching out and building those relationships which we're gonna go into here in just a second so now that you got all your trade area maps made uh, start visualizing where you want to start um, reaching out to. And when I say this, you have to understand that this is not going to be, a, you know, you can do it for a week and call it good. This has got to be part of your routine, man. You've got to plug this into your weekly routine. I suggest putting aside three hours every week to get some sort of marketing done. 
Now you may be asking Tyler, man, what what kind of what kind of marketing you, you talk about this RTAP? Let's go into the meat and bones of this. You you need to plan to be most effective. Number two is you need to figure out what your major demographic is and what places that you can market to with the biggest return for the lowest amount of time. We're going to take schools, for example. So if you're around any private schools, chances are they don't have a cafeteria. And they typically will order their food from the outside in. And before I go into this again, I want to remind you that this is all about relationships. You, the, the focus on marketing outside of your restaurant needs to be building a relationship. And relationships, they take time. You have to check back in. What I always used to do is I used to stop by elementary schools on my way to work and just stop in and say hi to the secretary. And the secretary is the gatekeeper of all schools, by the way. If you haven't figured that out yet, if you want to get at any schools, you gotta get you gotta win the hearts of the secretaries. So I remember stopping by and you know giving lunch to uh, the secretary of, uh, of elementary school that was right next to my restaurant. And I did that for you know once every two weeks or so. I'd be like, hey, Laura, I'm Tyler. You know, I'm here with. Uh, so-and-so restaurant, I just want to stop in and let you guys know that we are just down the street. Um, I brought you a little lunch, and I uh, hope you have a beautiful day. Here's my card. And that's it. You're not selling them. You're not trying to say, hey, come into my restaurant. It's really good. Don't. Bring your food by. Let them see for themselves. And once you got them hooked on your food, you're going to come back the second time in about a few weeks. Stop in, say, hey, Laura, you remember me? I'm Tyler. I just want to stop in, see how your lunch was last week. And, um, you know, here's my card again in case you lost it. But guess what? This time I brought some cookies. And give them some cookies. Man, you, I'm telling you, you want to sweeten them up. And that small $5 cost, get this. They talk to every parent, every teacher, the principal, vice principal. I mean, they talk to everybody. They're the secretary. And when they find out someplace they love to eat, and that you've been so nice coming in and giving them lunch, oh, man, they are going to be your biggest ambassadors. And then, boom, you marketing to one person markets to hundreds. And it's most important here is to continue to do this. Maybe you start tapering off to once a month because you've hit, you're hitting so many schools now. That's okay. That's fine. Now, you bring those ladies uh, lunch once a month for free, unexpected, <laughs> you are in, bud. And, uh, you know, I said earlier, private schools, they may not have any cafeterias and they may order the food from inside. That's a big one, too. Um, if they do that, find out a good price point that they're at. Find out where they're already ordering from and offer to, you know, maybe up the value, right? Maybe you can serve a higher quality product than other restaurant and maybe you can save them 50 cents a meal. They'll give you a shot if you start to build that relationship and you become one of their friends. And now, whenever they come out to eat as well with their families, you better bet your bottom dollar you know exactly where they're going because they want to see their friend Tyler and they want to go say hi and they want to go eat his food because he's a good dude. You're a good person. Do it. Portray that. And then we get back to your restaurant, business as usual. How long did that take? Maybe five minutes. It's not hard, people. It, the, what, what most people tend to forget, 
And the, the mistake they tend to do when they go out to market outside of their restaurants is they turn into the salesman. People get sold to every second of their lives on the radio, on TV, you know, street signs, even door-to-door sales. I mean, you're not safe anywhere. So to have a friendly face that is genuine, just wants to say hi. I mean, of course they know, you know, that you're, you are going to, the whole purpose of this is selling, but it's nice to have a relationship build um, in order to to really just rocket that. And then when it comes for the time to sell, it's either A, going to sell itself, or B, is going to be much easier. Imagine selling something to your best friend. <laughs> I mean, how how's that conversation going to go? It's going to go smooth. It's going to go, it's not going to be as rigid as like a salesperson's pitch would be. It's going to be, hey, come on by for dinner. I've got an awesome special going on tonight. I'd love to see you and your family. That's it. And, um, you know, it's probably been about six or seven years since I've hit uh, some of the elementary schools when I was a GM. And when I'm out, you know, getting groceries for myself, people recognize me. They're like, Tyler, man, I haven't seen you in forever. How's it going? I'm, it's going great. You know, I'm, how's, how's the school? You know, and, and you start getting this conversation, then they figure out where you're at now and they start following you. They become loyal to the person, not to the brand. So start to build those relationships. Uh, keep that relationship building as your focus whenever you are doing local store marketing. Um, and the second thing I want to talk to you guys about today is the marketing you can do in-store. Now, marketing in restaurant is the most effective type of marketing because number one, excuse me, number one, these people are already coming to your restaurant and the focus on this, it should be the same, uh, you know, relationship building. However, your focus is on operations and marketing through your service, marketing through your food. And it sounds so simple, and it sounds like, man, that's what we already do. But really, do you do you put such a high focus on the quality of your service and your food that it speaks for itself? Or are you too worried about something else? And this is a great segue, guys, into, into a question that I just had is, when should I start local store marketing? Now, there are different steps you have to do because if you start bringing in extra money and extra sales and you don't have the people and you don't have the training or operations done for this, you're actually doing yourself a disservice and you're going to start seeing a backwards trend. Now, the first thing you need to ensure that you have completed is your people. Are you staffed and are they trained? Number two, are your operations at a good level? Do you have a good management team? Are they ready for the additional sales? And then if you have all those covered, then you can start going out and marketing. And use this kind of as a restaurant equation, right? If, if one thing fails, if you don't have enough managers, you have to backtrack and you can't go out and market anymore. You have to focus on the in-store marketing at that point. If you don't have operations at a high level, then you can't market either. It's not worth it. You're gonna have people come in, try out your place for the first time, and your food quality sucks, your service sucks, and then they probably won't ever be back again. So make sure your operations are top notch. Make sure you've got proper people in place, and then you can start to market. Now this doesn't mean you can't start strategizing. You know, you can absolutely start planning for the future and start 
uh, mapping out maybe some routes you want to take. Um, and when you go, again, local store marketing, make sure, one, you focus on relationships, but two, you bring something for them. You try not to sell. You always bring your business card. And actually, it's a good idea to maybe bring one of your managers or your high-performing team members. Um, it helps get them out of the restaurant, helps them feel more part of the team. And that's another great segue into restaurant ambassadorship. You're a one-man show. Are your people helping market? Guess what the best way to turn someone into a brand ambassador is? Give them stuff with your logo on it. Now, I work for this company called Raising Canes, and they've done such a great job with just making ambassadors out of every single team member. And they do this by putting their logo on really cool stuff like beanies, gloves. I mean, I've even got like lawn chairs and towels from them, and, and they, they give it out. You know, they hold competitions, they let people win it, and it's good quality products, and you start to use it in your day-to-day -day basis. Now, when you're out with the, you know, with the beach towel, it says Canes on, on the big logo, boom, you are marketing for them. So start looking at some swag. Guys, it, it's expensive. It is. But when you start thinking about long-term return on this, you are focused on building that brand image across your community and turning your people into brand ambassadors. It's a big deal. Um, it actually hits two birds with one stone is it increases employee morale when you start giving them high-quality products uh, for doing great things. And number two, they're going to start wearing and using those outside of your restaurant. And you don't have to do any additional work besides just pay for it. So... Recap, local store marketing, build on those relationships, okay? Relationships are the number one priority. It's going to take a few years. I'm just going to warn you, pre-plan that. Don't expect something next week. Expect something three, six, nine months. And then in a few years, about the year and a half mark or so, is when things really start to kick off. And then all of a sudden, you feel like a celebrity because you're out about and you get stopped everywhere you go. You, you know, people just know who you are. Um, another great opportunity is local chambers of commerce. Typically, your local chamber of commerce will have pretty good networking events. Most of them are free. Go to them. They're worth it. I promise you. Pay the chamber fee. It's like maybe most cities are about $300 a year. Sometimes you get away with trading off food for it, too. Join your chamber. Biggest turning stone for me in my career was going to chamber events. Um, and again, relationships is that big focus. Um, In-store marketing, your operations, your service, your food quality. Let them speak for themselves. And remember, that has to be first before you can go out and bring in additional sales. So I hope you guys got something from this. I know this was kind of a quick one. Um, you guys have any tips about marketing or you know again if you want to be on the show just email me at tyler k t-h-a-i-l-u-r-k at gmail.com appreciate you guys for listening and hope you have a beautiful beautiful day and go out there let's build those high performing profitable restaurants and let's get you on your way to financial freedom thanks that's all the time we've got for today Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this podcast. Uh, here, we do try to create high-performing managers and leaders who then create high-performing teams for your profitable restaurants. If you have uh, any tips or 
anything you'd like to hear just leave a comment uh to this podcast review it please let me know how i'm doing um i'm doing this purely for informational uh, purposes i don't get any money from these episodes and uh, if you'd like to be on this podcast i'd love to interview you just shoot me an email at t-h-a-i-l-u-r-k at gmail.com that's tyler k at gmail.com uh thank you folks have a beautiful day and i look forward to the next one